0: back to another edition of the podcast I'm your host Michael Pagani joined alongside Okotoks Oilers forward Brendan Boyle. Brendan welcome to the podcast thank you again for coming on. Thanks for having me. How have you been doing recently you know like what have you been up to?
1: Ah, uh, just been doing a lot of rehab actually I kind of had a tough year with injuries so I've been kind of trying to work get some of the strength back from those but keeping busy with work and everything too so. What injuries did you happen to suffer? Uh, I broke my I broke my arm four games in and then right right before playoffs kind of broke broke and dislocated my kneecap so
0: and you played through that
1: uh well it happened like a month before playoffs so like it it wasn't wasn't as bad as it when it first happened but
0: I hope the rehab is going well Uh, yeah I'm sorry to hear about that (laughs) all good have you been watching any of the NHL playoffs so far?
1: Yeah, crazy game last night. I mean, did, I, mean
0: I mean, I have Calgary winning the cup, so I kind of needed <laughs> them to win.
1: I'm a I'm a big Calgary fan, and I was sitting there thinking there's no way they beat Ottinger again. So
0: Ottinger was just dialed in. He was dialed yeah. in. I was like, what the hell? And then Goudreau <laughs> scores the overtime winner. I'm like, thank God. We get Battle of Alberta in round two. That is going to be so much fun.
1: Yeah, it should be a good matchup, and Battle of Florida, too, should be good.
0: Oh, yeah, round two, headlining those two matchups, it's going to be a great second round.
1: Yeah, no doubt.
0: Did did you happen to make any brackets with your teammates?
1: I didn't get around to it. No, I was I
0: I uh, always struggle with the brackets. I'm usually out after the first round. <laughs> I did not do this year. <laughs> Funny enough, I did one with my dad, and I got six of seven right in the first round. I just checked it this morning. The only sure. pick that I got wrong was uh, picking the Kings over the Oilers.
1: Yeah, I was kind of hoping for that, too. So I would have been wrong if I would have made it. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: yeah, know, it would have been easy for Calgary to beat up L.A. there.
1: Yeah, no kidding.
0: Getting into your story a bit here, like who influenced you to get into hockey?
1: Uh, I don't know. My parents got me into skating lessons when I was younger, so I was kind of already on the ice, and then there would always be hockey on right after me, and I just like kind of wanted to start playing, and they told me I had to finish skating lessons first before I could play, so I just uh, grinded out the skating lessons and then start started up playing hockey when I was about three.
0: And just went from there?
1: Yeah just uh just kind of kept going I mean grew up in Calgary so there's obviously got the flames in town and everything there's just a lot of hockey influences around and
0: flames hit man, right
1: yeah for sure
0: you did play in the Alberta cup in 2015-16 how big was that for your career you know you might not have realized it at the time but that's a huge achievement
1: oh uh, yeah I mean it was it was pretty exciting I mean Obviously, any any time that you play in something like that, it's a pretty cool experience, and uh, it it was a it was really cool. I mean, I was buddies with a lot of the guys, and we we still are to this day. So it's kind of cool to make friends from something like that, and just just uh, make good friends out of that scenario, and keep moving forward and
0: see where everybody ends up. Did that tournament happen to give you a glimpse of what the WHO would be like? Ah, uh, I'm gonna
1: be honest with you. I actually I didn't talk to any WHL teams uh before the draft or anything. Like, yeah. It was kind of it was kind of after my first year. First year in midget is when I started getting a little bit of, little bit of uh teams talking to me. But that uh, I mean it was kind of cool because every team was there, so you you knew that the eyes were on you and stuff like that. So it was nice to.
0: Uh, nice to feel that and uh yeah I mean I guess that would have been like the first time you really had pressure on yourself to perform
1: yeah for sure I mean obviously you know that the scouts are watching throughout the regular season but when you're at an event like that it's uh they're all on you all at the same time so it's kind of like go big or go home kind of thing and uh you got to do your best to show up so
0: then you moved on to pursuit of excellence. Uh, you know, that's a huge development program there in Alberta, which is really well known. Uh, how did that help with your development?
1: Oh, it was good. I mean, you got, you got high school in the morning and then, uh, you got it, you got a workout, and then you, then you get some training session and then you got ice every day. So, I mean, for t- t- hours of training, you're putting in like four or five hours every day of just working at getting better at the game so I think it was definitely a huge stride for me and my hockey career and not not just that it's like even with all the showcase showcases and stuff that they have it puts a lot more eyes on you so
0: you definitely blew off a couple of classes to skip to poe right <laughs> Yeah, <for sure. laughs> that's just the perfect day though you know you go hard in class and next thing you know you get rewarded with ice time
1: yeah it was on a, your it was really
0: go wow. on, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to mention, like, on your team, you had Jake Neighbors looking back now. That must be really cool to see, like, where his career has gone.
1: Yeah, I mean, he was in uh Bantam AAA, but uh, he he did AP with us quite a bit, and he uh, yeah, he's obviously, obviously made quite the career for himself so far. I mean, it's exciting to see uh, where he'll be able to go and what he'll be able to accomplish. I mean, he's super talented so
0: at the beginning of your time with the okanagan rockets you happened to sign your contract with the prince george cougars how relieving was it knowing you had a spot to play after your season was done with okanagan
1: uh yeah it's just uh it's it's nice to know where you're gonna go i mean obviously there's still that i had to a lot a lot i had to work for and like nothing was set in stone but um to have an idea of like okay I'm gonna be be here next year if I continue on the right path is like it's exciting and uh it's nice not having to panic and like search for teams so
0: would you be able to take me through your decision to sign with Prince George like did you happen to take you know turn down other offers from different teams um so I uh When I was signing
1: with PG, it was was my first camp there. My first year eligible for WHL camps, I went to Kootenay back when they were still in Cranbrook. And then uh, the next year I got an invite or I got listed by PG before camp and then went in and I had a pretty good camp. And they asked me if I wanted to sign and I was kind of just like super exciting and took took a day I think just to kind of like think of whether I want to go junior A or the WHL and, and uh, just decided had decided, decided to sign the dotted line so
0: yeah exactly you know it's a home run slam dunk at that time right <laughs> yeah pretty exciting after your season ended with Okanagan right like you had a three-game stint with PG what did you learn from that three-game stint
1: uh just like how fast how much faster and how everybody's physically mature at that level. Like there's no, you're not playing against kids anymore. It's kind of, everybody's big and strong. So it was, it was a big jump for sure and kind of eye opening, but at the same time it was super exciting.
0: What do you remember from that first season?
1: Ah, I mean, it kind of, it kind of went by super fast. I mean, now that I'm done junior, but, um, just looking back on it I was just super happy to be there and I mean I wish I wish I could have done more but yeah at the same time it's really cool I, I can say I played 132 games in WHL so something I'm proud of and
0: not many people do have that right to say that right
1: yeah I mean it's just just something that I, I feel uh, proud of I mean even though my my points weren't there but it's uh it was definitely a good time and got to meet a lot of good people and definitely helped me develop as a player as well. So can't complain.
0: You scored your first WHO goal against Spokane in the kind of shortened season of 2019, 20 season there. Uh, You got, you know, you were kind of greasing it up there, you know, tucked at home. It was a net mouth uh, scramble. It must've been nice to finally get on the score sheet, finally get that first WHO goal.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a, a monkey off the back for sure. I mean, It'd been, it'd been on there for a little too long, so it was ni- nice to finally get that one.
0: Finally shutting up the teammates chirping you. I'm sure you've heard right, a lot.
1: Tell me about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it just got on your nerves, and then finally you poke it home. It's just like, yes, yeah, it's a relief.
1: Just the greasiest goal ever. It was nice nice to get the monkey off my back.
0: In the pandemic year of the league, where most teams played 20 to 24 games, how big of a struggle was that, given the restrictions that were in place? Uh,
1: I mean, it was tough. Like you're kind of, you're cooped up in your hotel room for three weeks before anything gets started. Then you got, you got a week of practice with the guys. And you basically, you basically wake up in the morning, you go, you go have breakfast with the guys depend depending on when it was during quarantine and just get brought to your room. And then, uh, Kind of go from there, like go ahead to practice and then it's back to the hotel. Like you're not really, not, not much socializing with, unless it's in the room. So it's like tough from that perspective. But at the same time, it was a lot easier to focus on hockey just because that's literally the only thing you had going on. So,
0: Were you allowed to bring anything to the hotel room, like any video games or books?
1: Uh, yeah, you were allowed to bring that kind of stuff. But the Wi-Fi was so bad. They
0: did not hook you up with good Wi-Fi. That is that's shitty, dude. Like you guys are in the WHO. they can't afford you to get prime Wi-Fi to play any video games.
1: Yeah, the video games were not were not happening. There were some big lag spikes, but
0: it's hard to pass the time when you know twelve hours of the day. You know, you're only you're only on the ice for around like two or three.
1: Yeah, good. we got, We all had patios though, so we kind of just sat out on our individual patios and talked talk to each of the guys across from us. So it ended up working out good, but.
0: What was it like being in a hub with only a select amount of teams?
1: I mean, it's, it's weird. I mean, you're used to playing in your home rink with like, obviously fans in the building. And then you go to playing in the same rink as all the other teams in your division and no fans and seeing all the guys that you're playing against walking up to the same same floor that you guys are it's a little bit different but um it's definitely it's definitely nice to have the season happen because I mean there's a lot of a lot of stuff going around saying that it might not happen so for us to get the actual opportunity to play was big and
0: well yeah I mean made- look you you look at the OHL right like that season got shut down and the dub and the queue both played so you know for all the players in the OHL they got robbed of a season
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, it was, they made it the best that they could and got to be, got to be happy about that. I mean, we got to play and there's a lot of people out there that didn't, so.
0: And it may have hurt some development. You know, we talk about Shane Wright here in Ontario uh, and, you know, a lot of people are like, okay, well maybe Montreal, if they do select him, they might send him back because we don't know what he's going to be like since he missed the whole 2019 or 2020-2021 season because of the government.
1: Yeah, it's tough. I mean, obviously, obviously, you know that he's still going to be working hard to, to get better at the game, but without that game scenarios, it's a little bit tough. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they all kind of just got robbed of their one year junior and it sucks, especially for the guys that were turning 20 that year. So,
0: Oh, yeah. Hmm. I didn't even yeah. I completely forgot that you know, and I, like the OHO didn't really make any exception, which is kind of unfortunate. You know, it, it really does suck.
1: Yeah, it's super super tough. I mean, it just was it wasn't a good year for really anybody in the hockey world. But there were uh, were some bright spots. Obviously, we got to play. So
0: one of my favorite things in the CHL is the Teddy Bear Toss. Uh, did you happen to get a chance to play in any?
1: Yeah, we, we played in Portland. It was it was pretty crazy, actually. But uh, they're so fun, unless you're the team getting scored on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, even then, I mean, it's pretty cool just to see the, the fans just flooding the ice with teddy bears. And Portland, I think they... You got like 11,000 or something like that so it was pretty pretty cool long cleanup process but pretty cool experience what do you remember most from your time in the who uh i don't know like i just have a lot of good memories just hanging out with the guys like uh bus trips if being playing for pg uh, there's a lot of memories from the bus um just, just little things like that. Like there's no one particular moment that sticks out. I mean, obviously we never made the playoffs while I was there, so I can't, can't say playoffs and, um, but yeah, just being around the guys and.
0: Last season you play with the Okotoks Oilers, obviously, as I introduced that you were named part of their leadership group. What does it mean for you to be wearing a letter?
1: Ah, uh, yeah, I mean, I think, uh, uh, something I've been working for my whole junior career, and to get recognized as a leader on the team was pretty pretty exciting for me and uh we had a really young team, so I tried to embrace the role as much as I could and i think uh I think it helped me out i mean there's a little bit of a confidence boost, like getting the letter and moving forward it was uh it was nice.
0: What was the major difference that you noticed from the WHL to the AJHL? Uh
1: I would just say uh like the the WHL's top guys are already drafted whereas in the AJ I would say the top guys are on the rankings or like committed to go to college next year they've signed their LOI like they're going to be gone at 18 so I would say just the 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 higher end talent and the WHL sticks around for longer than it does in the AJ at
0: least you can build that kind of you know relationship better in a sense
1: yeah for sure I mean um like there are the top guys in the draft that go from the WHL are obviously going to end up in the NHL in the next year, or maybe even that year, but for the most part, they're going to be around until they're 19, 20, and, and the AJ, they're, they're gone after they're 18 for the most part, so a little bit different in that sense, but you always got, it's just a bit of a younger league, I would say is the biggest difference.
0: You had the chance to play with Rieger Lorenz, who is on draft, you know, rankings, and I'm pretty sure he made the U18s. What does he bring to the locker room on a consistent basis?
1: Ah, yeah, I mean, you know, you you know, you're going to get his 100% effort every day. And uh, he's, he's a workhorse, like, he has the most energy I've ever seen. I don't know how he skates as hard as he does for as long as he does, but he's uh he's gonna give it all all he's got and he's extremely talented to go along with that so and he's a he's a good guy in the room as well so makes it a lot of fun to play with
0: let's talk about the playoffs here for a second you know you performed really well with seven points in 12 games what's it like contributing to the team on a consistent basis especially when the games matter most
1: uh yeah i mean obviously in the playoffs you want to you want to buck up so it was. uh, it was it was a lot of fun I mean actually just winning games and winning series I mean it doesn't really matter who you get it from at that point like it's just like everybody wants to win so seeing contributions from everybody was awesome I mean not not me just but like Dean Spack had a really good playoffs and there's plenty of guys that like SPAC almost had as many goals in the playoffs as he did in the regular season. So it's just cool to see things like that and guys just bring it to that next level for the
0: playoffs. You had an intense series against the Drumheller Dragons, which, you know, we kind of talked about, it's kind of weird how they're named the Dragons because Drumheller is known for their dinosaur museum. Anyway, Uh, they're coming, you know, you guys came off a sweep in the first round. How important was that for the rest factor? And even for some guys that may have gotten nicked up in the previous series?
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, our team this whole year, I think we kind of battled injuries, like, especially the older guys. Um, so those extra days off were huge for us. I mean, not having to play a potential three extra games and just getting a chance to rest the body and recoup and do rehab and, or whatever you needed to do was, uh, was huge. So.
0: In that series, I was going through the box score. It was, you know, six game series, you know, a couple overtimes. That must've been really fun to play it.
1: Yeah. Drumheller's got a super, super small rink, but it's, uh, they fill it and it's a lot of fun to play and it gets pretty loud. So there was, uh, some super tight games, and it was a physical series, and it was it was super fun to be a part of it. and definitely definitely happy we came out on top
0: in the third round, you know unfortunately things take a turn for the worse. You guys get matched up against Brooks bandits. they win the you know they're like the top regular season team there. Uh, when looking at it, does that kind of soften the you know the loss a little bit and knowing that you lost to a superior team rather than let's say you know the canmore Eagles, which you guys, Place above in the regular season?
1: I mean, obviously, obviously a little bit like looking, when you look at it, I mean, Brooks won the uh, AJHL. So I mean, there's comfort in the sense that, hey, we lost to the best team, but uh, I would say nobody's ever happy with losing. So obviously yeah. we were hoping we could do more and we, we took them to overtime the one game and lost 3-1 in game four, so um it's frustrating we couldn't couldn't get more going on offense at that time but
0: at the same time like you mentioned you guys were battling injuries so it would have been hard to come from that standpoint. Uh sorry what? You guys were battling injuries, right? From yep. uh your previous series with uh Drumheller. So it would have been hard to kind of compete with them. You know, I don't know too much about the Bandits. I don't know if they were battling injuries as well. Uh but you know with you and mentioning that, it would have been hard to, you know, really compete with them.
1: Yeah, they, uh, they got some top end guys that know how to put the puck in the net pretty consistently. So they're, uh, they're tough to compete with, but, um, I think we played, uh, played them hard and gave them a run for their money in a couple of the games. So
0: you recently committed to McEwen university in Edmonton. How did you come to that decision?
1: I kind of been talking with them throughout the whole year and, uh, I just, uh, just looking at their campus and uh, the opportunity that they have, obviously this is they're going to be their second year in U sport. Uh, I think it'll just be a really, really cool, fun opportunity. I mean, they uh, have super nice facilities. They're playing out of the Oilers. Like they play out of the same facility the Oilers practice at. So uh, just, just loads of cool opportunities there and everything's, right downtown it'll be it'll be good
0: what are you looking forward to most uh by playing on that team
1: uh I don't know I'm, I'm pretty excited to get started with school and uh I mean just a chance to compete in youth sport and hopefully hopefully we put some wins together this year I mean I think we uh we'll have a competitive team and keep going from there and Chance to play practice before the Oilers every morning. That's pretty cool, even though I'm a Flames fan. But
0: well, you know, speaking with one year of experience on my end, you know, watching U Sports hockey is some of the best that I've seen. Uh, you know, I I loved covering it, and I'm looking forward to because I transferred over from uh, Carlton, which is in Ottawa, to Toronto. Uh, so I'm looking forward to covering their athletics. But yeah, U Sports hockey is dialed. Like I get dialed in for that. Can't wait.
1: Yeah, it, is, it should be a lot of fun. I mean, it's always, it's always exciting making the next jump and this is the jump year for me. So I'm pretty excited to get things going and uh, yeah, can't wait to start.
0: Have you figured out what
1: you are going to be studying? I'm going to take commerce. So.
0: That's awesome. I mean, you know, that's great for you. Uh, congrats on getting accepted for that program
1: thank you i think i think i gotta take arts first gotta upgrade a little bit of math but
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly yeah math's not my strong suit either (laughs) what factors of your game are you hoping to bring to McEwen? uh i'd just
1: say i'm a two-way player so hopefully hopefully i can continue to put the puck in the net i mean relatively consistently and uh also just have a strong defensive shutdown game that they can trust me to put put me out against somebody else's top guys and not have it end up in the back of our net. I think that that's something that I bring to the
0: table. So just a few questions before we end off our interview here. What is your game day routine like?
1: Uh, Game day routine? uh, I'll wake up in the morning usually muck some breakfast uh get the tim's iced coffee going and uh from there i usually head home watch tv for a little bit and then i usually have about a two hour nap so we'll see i don't know two hour i heard
0: one hour from the players i've interviewed not two. wow yeah love the extended nap
1: big sleep guy
0: (laughs) uh what breakfast are you eating
1: uh, I usually just get like a breakfast sandwich, so I'll, okay, not I'll go, bad. I'll, I'll go to Tim's, yeah. If, not big, not a big cook, so
0: yeah, exactly. Sometimes,
1: sometimes scrambled eggs, but not too often.
0: If you were to play another sport, what would it be?
1: I think it's got to be baseball. I mean, I love watching baseball, and I think, uh, I think it'd be super fun to get a chance to play. Growing up in Calgary, there's not a big opportunity. It's pretty yeah. chill there throughout most of the year, but.
0: What position would you play then?
1: I got to be an outfielder. I could not scoop a ground ball to save my (laughs) life.
0: Hey, well, I mean, you could turn from that scooping ground ball to a diving catch, you know, there you go. Yeah. Always two ways to look at it. (laughs) As we're closing off this interview here, my last question would be, do you have any advice for younger hockey players?
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, just, uh, just keep working hard. I mean, that sounds pretty cliche, but uh that's all you can really do I mean nothing's guaranteed at any point in your career so you just got got to work through everything and have a positive mindset and I think those are the two most important things
0: well I'd like to thank again Brendan Boyle for joining me on today's podcast thank you again Brendan thanks for having me